Check my inbox and what do I see? Just another day, another T-R-A-D-E I'm an addict And I need it in my veins, I'm an addict Otherwise I feel plain now Every day I wake up, people got a problem Making all these trades up, got me saying got em But I've been paid up, I even started from the bottom See I don't wait up, I ain't even playing possum So what it cost them, just a couple of firsts Can't believe that it worked, not to say I'm a jerk But I'm an addict, it's what I said in the first You can curse who you want, you can pray in your church But I'ma keep tapping return, I win up I learn I ain't trying to burn any bridges I yearn For the feeling I earn, I'ma win it's a turn You had a cheek before I drop you like the beat I'm an addict, and I'm not really ashamed I'm an addict, I'm reclining with the brain I'm an addict, and the pot is what I'm playing I'm an addict, Russ and Rocky Other names, Trade Addicts Pie Let's go I am Dynasty Outhouse, and I have a trading problem. And I am Frank from the chat, and I also have a trading problem. Hey, everybody, and welcome to session 295 of the Trade Addicts, a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts podcast network, the DAP network, if you will. And we just did. And I, again, have a co-host problem. Rocky couldn't make it because he (laughs) hates Frank. And, you know, we get it. Frank is a very... Doesn't want that smoke. It, it takes time to just not hate him, and I got there before Rocky did. And then Zach was going to be the co-host, but, oh, I live in Maine, and we've had storms for three straight days, and we're completely underwater and don't have power. No, no. Actually, no, like, that's really concerning. Everyone in the north, please be safe. It's horrifying, you know? Like, I, I legitimately, like, texted him and, like, one of the person, I'm like, if you just want to drive down to Jersey, I have a basement you can without water in it that you can stay in. (laughs) But of course people just want to like, it's my house. I'll just stay here. I don't get that. Like I have no ties to this place. Like I just grab my kids, grab one or two, you know, it's, it's funny. Like you used to say, Oh, I'll just grab a photo book and run, but everything's digital anymore. What the hell do I need? Right. You know, all of my valuable cards are at least table high. So, you know, Higgins Jersey and run. if the water reaches that high, then I'm screwed anyway. These things are – my cards are at least nice and sealed, so the water yeah. shouldn't get in there. Exactly. Yeah, and Bob's in the chat saying grab the jerseys. Don't worry. Again, the Fantasy Cares jerseys are actually just as high as the actual Higgins jerseys. So if water gets that high, plus they're in bags, it's it's fine. Um but so yeah, so no co-host. I don't need one. It's just me. It's Frank and me. That's all we need. That's all we need. Um, but as we do with, it's it's funny that this is actually the first time on the show. Though I feel like we've talked about you every show for the last couple of months. Um, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you on the Twitters and anything else you feel like talking about? Yeah, uh, I'm Frank. Um, my Twitter is at FKN underscore zero zero four. I think I've tweeted like twice in my life, so not much to see there. But you can actually find what I do right here in the chat. Trade Addicts yeah. Pod. Patreon.com slash Trade Addicts Pod. Go subscribe to it. And uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. That's my boy. All right. So how long have you been playing fantasy football? So I've been playing fantasy probably about 12 years, and I started Dynasty about three years ago, and that's when I kind of picked up the show. I can't tell if you're like 12 or not. How old are you? I'm almost 30. I'm 29. All right. So yeah, you're 12. Um, I wasn't sure if you just had like a baby face going because you have a little stubble going. I'm like, maybe you've shaved. And so maybe he's like 
36, but the shave put him down to, no, no, you're a baby. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So you've been playing dynasty for three years. What are some of the best and worst trades you've made in those few years? Um, so the best trade I made is during the midst of the pits hype a couple years ago. Um, there's a tight end premium. I think like one point tight end premium. I traded Kyle Pitts and Dalvin cook. And I got AJ Brown, Jalen Waddle, and a 23 first. Someone really wanted Pitts. So it was hard for me to give him away. I had been talking with him. I remember this was a couple years ago now, but for a few weeks. And he had finally sent me that offer. I'm like, I can't really say no to this. It's a tight end. Do you remember what that 23 first turned into? Did you draft it? I probably traded it because I won the title that year. Um, so I probably traded it, but I didn't draft in the first round this year. So okay. Just, just checking. Cause that could have turned into something great also. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I think it was a late first, if anything, but I think I traded it. Yeah. But I mean like AJ Brown, <laughs> that's so good. All right. So level it out, level it out. What's a bad trade you've made? Oh, it'll level it out. Uh, I traded a 23 first for Zach Wilson last year. That'll do it. And it was a mid first. Cause That'll I thought, it. Garrett Wilson and, you know, new running back and new line and he's going to be great. And that pick turned into Garrett Wilson. It's actually a league. I play in with Rocky. Uh, believe it or not. Not great. So not great. Yeah. Though. That levels it out. All right. Well, what is a guiding principle you take with you, whether you are offering or evaluating a trade? Uh, yeah. The more chances, the better. Add a third to your trades or trade back. If you don't like the players, um, you know, you could have traded back from Jordan Addison this year and gotten a Chan plus something, you know, if you, the more chances you can take in the draft, the better. And thirds are something that is extremely undervalued in fantasy football. In my we had a great year for late draft. I know. And, and maybe that's, what's hurting this, I, this thought a little bit is like, we had an outsized year this year where, like, Puka oh, yeah. won the fourth. Yeah. But uh, I think more more chances is better. So trade back. I'm a big trade back guy. I don't really trade up. It's, it's funny. I used to be also. And then everyone just wanted to trade back, trade back, trade back. And I'm like, well, if everyone wants to trade back, I can probably trade up for a pretty decent price. So I just started That's trading That's true. Up. Yeah. And, for sure. Yeah. Um, honestly, it, it really is me protecting me from myself it's going up to get the guy like i don't want to make the decision it's the same reason i hate having depth on my teams because i'm terrible at lineups like i don't want to take a shot at two guys i'd rather take a better one shot on a guy who has a better hit rate and someone that like you know zachary tells me is really good um you know so like i take myself completely out of out of the situation and then you have too much roshan because zachary told you take him and i have so much roshan (laughs) Well, that, honestly, that's not even Zach's fault. I heard the words running yeah. back who was the converted quarterback, and I'm like, right. I'm in, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I took a lot of Roshan this year. Yeah, it'll, it'll pay off at some point. You know, it took Jarek McKinnon like seven or eight years, but it paid oh, off. Oh, for sure. It paid off. I think he's going to be the guy next year, probably. Oh, always, always. Um, all right, so, oh, man, so we have news, and I, and I love it that, Frank, being on the show today, still DM'd me a whole lot of news to talk about. So so let's run through it. We'll start with the, he put it in sections. So let's start with the this week slash this season section. 
Jamar Chase, AC joint injury, lots of conflicting reports, but probably out for this week at least. I did hear also that that's, he's That's kind of confirmed at this point. Yeah. Jordan Schultz tweeted a couple hours ago. He's out this week probably. So. T. Higgins, baby. Uh, yeah. Lawrence and Pittman in concussion, in concussion awesome. protocol probably out this week. Yep. Wait, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, I thought so. That's what did I he get a? I missed that completely. Um, I oh man, you're gonna make me check now. I must. I, well, no, and it's not even like I, I. It's really funny. Like people ask me how I deal being in so many leagues. Of course, Twitter people, you know, we're all insane. But like back, you know, home people or people that like just get into Dynasty, they're like, "How do you? How do you? How are you in so many leagues?" And I'm like, honestly, the real answer is I'm not very competitive. So I don't have to look at my scores like because you realize, oh, I need I need to root for this guy, but I'm playing against him in another league. Like trying to figure that out when you're in 20 something leagues is physically impossible. So I'll just watch football and, you know, be happy I'm watching football. But like when I hit the playoffs, I mean, I've talked about my anxiety issues plenty on this show. Like I can't really handle watching football while I will. It's the fantasy playoffs. Like I. Like part of me likes when I get eliminated because I could just relax and watch. But you know, yeah. I, I I barely watched football this week, so I completely missed the Jaguars altogether and had no idea that. Oh man, T Law missing a week might hurt me. Uh, <sighs> ugly stuff. Mason Rudolph and Taylor Heineke will be starting this week. <sighs> sure, isn't this great? Atlanta's just around and around we go. Like. How who's their third string? Can we give him a try? I don't even know who it is. Put Cordell Patterson at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Let's do a wildcat. Yeah, Bijan. Oh please! If you didn't get absolutely get him murdered him. by him this week. Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Levis sprained ankle. Wouldn't be surprised if they bench him this week. But he said it could have been worse. Yeah. Uh, what are they? Are they out? I think so. Oh yeah, they're five and nine. Um, out. Of, I mean, I think there's still only like two or three teams. I think what Carolina, New England, and maybe Arizona are the only teams eliminated from the playoffs so far. Like I'm I still. Like so uh, while Tennessee still technically has. Oh a no, the Jets. The Jets were officially eliminated because Rogers now said today that oh it's going to be another three to four weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not sure. I'm, I know I'm medically cleared, but I'm not gonna be healthy. This what he said. He, on sh- that he should not come back this season. That would just be silly. Yeah. yeah. So while I'm sure it's mathematically possible for the Titans to make it in the playoffs, let's face it, it's not gonna happen. So mm-hmm. why bother putting Levis out there at this point? Right. That's know? what I thought. Let Tannehill get sacked a hundred times, and let's yeah. just move on. All right, so let's move on to the more dynasty-related issues. And this first one makes me sad. Keaton Mitchell torn ACL out for season. Yeah, tearing your ACL in December isn't great, though. It seems like people are recovering from ACLs in like six months at this point. Yeah. Um, and I know we have a question. Hold on, because I think we have a question from mm-hmm. at DFF underscore S Jonathan zero two. We're just jumping around because he says. With the Keaton Mitchell injury, where does J.K. Dobbins fall in the pecking order next season for the Ravens and for Dynasty managers? Is J.K. Dobbins on your radar at all anymore? No, I think he's a free agent and recovering from another injury. And I think the Ravens are 
absolutely a team that is going to draft someone because Gus is a free agent and Dobbins is a free agent and Keaton's coming off an injury. I think they're going to draft someone, you know, second or third round. I could see for sure. Sounds like and they just activated Melvin Gordon today. So who knows? Yeah. Like all they have is justice Hill at this point. Right. (laughs) You know, after Mm -hmm. that, yeah. Uh, which he is, he's probably at the end of his rookie deal. Like, I feel like he's been, it's probably been four years. I feel like he's been on two rookie deals at this point. I feel like yeah, Justice yeah. I'm in the league for 10 years and yeah, it's a fair point. He's been the been. same player. Um, so yeah, man, like, I mean, I'm not putting any faith in Dobbins whatsoever. If you can get Dobbins for a third, sure. Why right. not? Like he might pull a Deonta Foreman kind of move where he gets a second string job and, has the physical talent to get, get some workload. It's just if his body could hold up to it at this point, which right. it's looking like he might not be able to, but I never want to write anyone off, but this is pretty, I'm not going out. And if he, if someone wants to throw him in a deal, sure, but I'm not like going out to acquire JK Dobbins. And I love me some JK Dobbins. He feels like a committee back going forward. You know, he could be a pass catcher or something like that, but not, not a workhorse anymore at all. Sam Howell was benched last week, named starter again for this week. Yeah. So I put that on there because, you know, we, we've been talking about Sam Howell the last few weeks on here and what we think of him and whoo boy, that turned into a pumpkin pretty fast. And, you know, Kobe Brissett looked pretty good. <laughs> that's the thing. Jacoby Percent will always look pretty good, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that. That's not really the problem. Like, uh, I mean, I hope that they just keep letting Howell have a shot because, like, he was getting better. Just he's, I mean, he's not a long-term answer. Let's put it that way. Like, he was my favorite quarterback in that class. Not to say clearly he was drafted in what the fifth round. So, like, mm-hmm. the NFL showed what they thought, and they're better at this than I am. But like. I would love to see him, you know, get another year, then maybe bridge somewhere, be a backup and, you know, get a shot. But, like, I hope he doesn't go away this quickly. I have Uh, said Howell fits really well in that O'Connell system in Minnesota. I could see him doing that. Oh, I can't imagine they go for someone turnover happy like he is, though. That's the problem. Like, you need – we need to bring, like, Bruce Arians back, like, for that kind of offense. (laughs) Someone who lets their QBs just YOLO. Like, like that's okay. He's going to be like Brock Purdy's backup in San Francisco and he's going to be an MVP candidate or something like that. When he gets oh my God. That would, Oh my God. He, that, (laughs) that's like, he, like Sam Howell in the Niners offense is like bull in a China shop to me. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Just gets to throw it to everyone. Man, I, would finally get the volume he deserves. Yeah. I was really ready for the Purdy. Ayuk thing. It didn't, it just didn't really Debo. Chat felt like the name Debo again. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson concussion. Rogers not back this week. Wilson starter, if healthy, per Sala. Man, like, we're going to talk about the Jets a little bit in the trade later. But, like, who the heck? Like, I'm, you know, it's funny. Like, I do Dynasty Wall Street with John Bosch. And John Bosch has a steadfast rule of never the Jets. And, like, he will write players off because they landed on the Jets. He has zero Garrett Wilson, zero Brees Hall. I'm not sure if it's zero because he's like me. He's in a lot of leagues, so maybe he'll get a just-in-case share. But, like, yeah. 
nope, nope, nope. And like, I love Garrett Wilson. I really just, I believe in the talent. I love Brees Hall. I believe in the talent. It might just be so bad there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It just feels like Zach's going to ride this out. Um, They'll play Simeon this week. And then here we go again in 2024, Rogers back at the helm. So yeah. Hopefully they draft someone or put someone behind him. That's not Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Well, they have the sixth overall pick at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Um, Two teams in the top 11 draft picks won a game this week. And it was Carolina, who they don't even have their own pick, but they're Chicago's. They're stressing Chicago a little bit by winning a game. Yes, there is. (laughs) And Arizona won a game, which they're still in third. But but the Jets are 5-9. and I don't. I will never pretend to understand the whole strength of schedule thing and how it works. So I'm just going to say how it lies right now. They are the second team that's five and nine in draft order. So Chicago has five. The Jets have six. I mean, Chicago won last week. The Jets ain't winning ever again. There's a chance Chicago uh, that the Jets. Chicago's got a lot. The easy schedule left. They got like Arizona and Atlanta in the next two weeks. So like, there's a chance the Jets pull up to. Four or five, in which case, like, maybe Jaden Daniels is their answer. Who knows? Like, I just don't think Rodgers is going to let that happen. But but also, let Rodgers play for a year with Daniels behind him? I don't know. Like, I, I, of all the people there, Rodgers would understand, like, help, Rodgers would help that guy understand why right. sitting is a good thing. Like, well, you know, that's why like, I think he wouldn't do it. I mean, think about Green Bay, right? They, they picked a, his, successor instead of someone who can help him right now if insert offensive lineman here is sitting there he's gonna get pissed if they take Daniels yeah and I I was told today well again uh, recording Dynasty Wall Street we have Travis May on that he said it is a very good deep offensive line draft I know nothing outside of fantasy players for sure yep don't even know fantasy players yet so it I I think there's a lot of stuff that's going to help offenses and besides Mm -hmm. the Many, many quarterbacks and many, 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 many wide receivers that are going to get drafted nice and early. Yeah. It's going to be a fun first two rounds again for fantasy. I look forward mm-hmm. to it. Uh, with like no running backs. backs. What? With like no running backs in them. No running backs. Oh, yeah, no. Probably yeah. maybe one in the top in the second round yeah. if they're lucky. Jalen Allen, probably. I can't believe Travion went back. Like I know. That was the one hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing. Jalen Allen is our is our savior. Maybe in Baltimore. There's your pick. There's your Ravens running back. Mark it down. Hollywood Brown left with a heel injury again. Starting to feel real injury prone. Like his feet have been the issue for him. And that sucks. And he's only like, what, like 26, 27 ish? Like he's not. Something like that. He's not super old, but like, yeah, maybe the feet are catching up to him. Like that's, and it's, it's funny. Like you usually like, when Julio Jones or Des Bryant, like these big dudes hurt their feet or Derek Henry, like you get worried because they're like putting a lot of pressure on those feet. Hollywood Brown's like five, four, one twenty five, And he's the one that keeps re-injuring his foot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They're going to have to bring in some pass catchers. That, that, yeah. That's what I was thinking is. Yeah. He's pretty good, but like he's not a one or like they, yeah. Higgins, like they might need that. 
Oh man, Higgins and McBride. Oh, okay, maybe now I have four teams. Ugh. All right, so that is the news. Wait, no, you said you have happy news. Why don't you give the happy news? Yeah, happy news of the week is Chubb was not on crutches at Browns Bears this week. So that is awesome. ridiculous. Like, yeah. I, I remember when that first happened, I was saying, like, that dude's going to be walking with a cane for the rest of his life after that knee yeah. injury again, which thankfully it turned out to not be as bad as it looked in the first place. Uh, but that's that's amazing for him to just be walking on his own already. I, like, I, I will never have the mindset of an athlete at all whatsoever. I, I am, I, I don't like owies, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, so after that, to have the mindset to want to play football again, like he probably could, if he wants to, right. what will come of him playing who the heck knows, but like, that's amazing to just be walking around. Yeah. All He's only 27. Day. I know that's a little old on the running back side, but that's, that's a year or two. Yeah, like he could probably – like the whole J.K. Dobbins thing, of course Dobbins is younger, but like Nick Chubb most likely can't come back and be Nick Chubb again. But like he could probably be a solid committee back still. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like him go to the Ravens, that'll be fun. Um, yes. I have no idea if he's under contract still or not, but, you know, I just – I love yeah. end-division stuff. It's it's silly, like, yeah. revenge narrative, which usually doesn't really play into anything. It's just fun. Okay, so that is all of the news. Do you want to do the Trade Addicts trades or listener questions first? Let's do the trades first. Trade Addicts leagues are 12 teams, super flex, PPR, tight end premium, 1.75 points per tight end reception, and 0.05 points for return yardage, except for TA1, which we have two TA1 trades. And I, I said this to Frank before when he first jumped on here and looked at the trades we had. Um I have feelings about trade deadlines. Uh, my leagues are called trade addicts leagues. Even if you've never listened to me talk before, I feel like you can guess which side of trade deadlines pro or uh, anti I fall on. And one of the biggest reasons people want a trade deadline is they're worried about people buying championships, people buying players that are going to just win them games. This group of trades is a masterclass on both sides of this. There are some moves that worked out great. There are some moves yeah. that worked out very poorly. And also, let's think about the flip side. Maybe it worked out better for the team that got the picks instead of the players. Like, Okay, so let's go over this. Let's start with Trade Addicts 1, where someone traded me, someone traded to me the 103 for my Garrett Wilson. I struggled with this until I thought it's either Marvin Harrison Jr. or Drake May. And I'm like, fine. Going back to like, all right, no Jets. No more Jets. That's fine. And and I also do have plenty of Garrett Wilson. Um, So, like, I I did struggle with this for, like, a few minutes. And then I'm like, I was spike competing with this team. I almost made the playoffs, which is silly. And so I'm like, fine, let me push back. Let me slow back. I know this is the 103 already because the playoffs started. So the other non-playoff teams picks are solidified. So I'm like, yeah, give me the wide receiver one QB two over Garrett Wilson, who I want to be a top 10 dynasty wide receiver, but it's probably not going to happen by the end of, well, now <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, hold on. I have, I have ADP open. Let me, let me sort this by wide receiver and see December ADP where Garrett Wilson falls. 
he's still wide receiver seven. Oh yeah, seven. Weird, like that's that's still pretty impressive. I mean, I would take, but here's here are the a couple of players below him: Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, Brandon Ayuk, Devonta Smith. Right there, I would take Waddle, Olave, and Smith above Garrett Wilson at this point, easily. And my Ayuk love is sort of there still. That makes me want to do it, but I think I keep Garrett Wilson above him. And then you get lower, like Steph Diggs, you know, he's 30. He's production isn't doing great. So I'll, I'll leave him there. Metcalf, nah, Jordan Addison, man, he might need to be pushed up well above 14 at this point. Puka should probably be higher than 15. Tank Dell will probably be higher than 17 after people forget that he got hurt. Like, I just. So getting the 103, I was pre- I was pretty psyched about it. And then this guy who was in the actual playoffs started Garrett Wilson and got six points. And not saying that's why he lost. It just right. so happens that he lost. Yeah. It, so it, it's think? tough. Wilson, 103. Yeah, it's tough. Um, because the upside on Garrett Wilson is top. Four or five dynasty wide receiver. If you really yeah. want to play that game, if he really likes, if Rogers really likes him, and it seems like he did before Rogers got hurt. So, I, I think for missing the playoffs, it's probably a good switch because, like you said, it's May or um, or Harrison. But yeah, I, I think it's tough because Garrett Wilson's ceiling is potentially higher than Harrison's, honestly. Because we don't know where Harrison's going. Harrison could go to the Chicago and Fields could miss him by 10 yards for a year. The thing is, it doesn't matter. And let me tell you why. Because I am me and I trade things a lot. The it's way also I more really, fun to have Marvin Harrison. It's also super fun to have Marvin Harrison. And yeah. I don't have a lot of picks this low, this early. Right. It's either the 101 or the playoffs. Um, so the way I really, the the reason that pushed me over the edge into doing this, um, by the way, this guy sat Rasheed Rice to play Garrett Wilson, which was just a bad decision anyway, but also he lost by about 60. So it didn't matter. Um, I feel as if I, if I had both of these assets on my team, Garrett Wilson and the 103, I would have an easier time and probably be able to get more for the 103 than I would for Garrett Wilson. I think at least my trade pool would be bigger for people that are willing to take on the 103 as opposed to people that were willing to take on Garrett Wilson because a lot of people realize that he's on the Jets and the Jets are terrible and not everyone is as high on Garrett Wilson as you are and I are. Like So to me, the 103 is either A, a really, really, really good player, that hopefully lands in a good spot or an asset that I can move more easily when the time came for it. Right. Yeah. And, and I know you are a big believer in this is that the pick value only goes up from here. So who knows what that could be. And it could even be Garrett Wilson. It could even be Garrett Wilson. That is absolutely true. Who knows? And I, I am hoping that Garrett Wilson value goes up once we see, again, I I do not believe Rogers plays this season. But we're going to see more videos of him practicing. And I think if we see 
a video of Aaron Rodgers throwing a nice pass to Garrett Wilson that we hopefully get a little hope for the future bump on Garrett. Cause I, again, I have a lot of Garrett Wilson shares, so I want to see that bump next yeah. trade. Now this is one that worked mostly well. Okay. So it was Kenneth Walker and Mark Andrews. This was a playoff team trading away Kenneth Walker and Mark Andrews for Kyron Williams and Debo Samuel. So getting Kyron and Debo is fantastic. I was not ready for Kenneth Walker to score 30 points, but that happened. Yeah. But like, this is the other side of it. This is, first of all, a really good trade. Like Mark Andrews moving hands is a big deal in a 0.75 premium. Like, so this wasn't nothing. And, you know, maybe not everyone believes that Kyron Williams is a top five, seven dynasty running back. I really, I believe he is like, I believe this is real. And the Rams wasting a pick, on running back that like an earlier pick again with the lack of good right. running backs out there. And I don't know who right. the agents are, so I can't really talk to that. I haven't looked into that yet. Um, but like, there's no reason for Kyron Williams not to be the guy next year. Debo Samuel, no matter how much I say, I don't like him chooses times to be really, 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 really good. Like, so like this to me was a great trade. Like if I had to choose a side, I probably take the Andrews side on pure value alone only because I think most people aren't in the bandwagon of Kyron Williams that I am. It helps that I liked him before. Uh, I'm also not like I'm very bleh on Ken Walker and it's mostly because of the Seahawks in general. Yeah. Well, like Um, Andrews is the most valuable and it's by a decent amount, but like if I'm in the playoffs and I want to win. I do this trade pretty easily. So like, I love this trade. This trade is perfect. And this is why, again, even though it helped, this is the team that beat that other guy by 60, by the way, Um, (laughs) nice symmetry that we're talking about both of them. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he didn't get things for cheap. He gave away Mark Andrews, who is a marquee asset in a tight end premium league. It's he didn't get them for nothing. He didn't rip off some guy trying to get points off his like there was nothing of that. It was a good trade, and both teams got better for it. And I'm gonna do my best to not get on a soapbox on every one of these trades, but I can't help it because yeah. I just I don't like trade deadlines. Um so what do you think about Kenneth Walker and Mark Andrews for Kyron Williams and Debo Samuel? Yeah, it's like you said, it's kind of a it's a good trade because you'd rather have Mark Andrews than Debo probably and you'd rather have Kyron over Walker especially if you're competing right now. The thing about Debo is is I believe Ayuk is a free agent and Debo is locked up. So if that's the case, then Debo's wide receiver 1 in San Fran for a while. And because Ayuk's going to get paid, and given how much San Fran's thrown around, I'm, are we sure they can keep him? So I, I think Debo has a longer term upside than I think people think. But um, right now, if you're competing, yeah, I think, it, or if you're not competing, I think Andrews is a good player to take on because obviously he's going to be a top five dynasty tight end when he comes back. Um, they, it looks like they picked up his fifth year option. Okay. So he's got another year. So Ayuk has one more year. Okay. Wow. He's going from 2 million to 14 million. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but yeah, like he's, I mean, I don't remember, uh, Ayuk is like 26-ish. I mean, Debo came in the league one year before him, so he's probably not far off in age. So like, but still, I'm not worried about both of, like, we could see, we don't need to be worried about both of them being on the field at the same time. Right. Oh, and, and Eric's in the chat. He says, I have Laporta and Njoku, so letting go of Andrews was easier. That does make it easier. That does yeah. make it a little easier, absolutely, yeah. Because, um, yeah, we were talking before about tight end rankings and all of that, and yeah. Laporta being up there. And Njoku, I love the Njoku success. And it, I think it's hilarious that it comes a lot from Joe Flacco and Joe Flacco's tendency to have yeah. three fantasy-relevant tight ends on one team. I, I'm i here for it. Um Next trade, TA4. Let, let's spin it back to the bad ones. And this one was me. Um, I traded – this was a this is my Trade Addicts 4 team. This team was – it has potential. The potential is there. It was not coming to fruition. But I was like, you know what? I made the playoffs. Let's just do this. I traded away Drake London for Travis Kelsey. I felt the value was good. I like Drake London – Arthur Smith is still there. They don't have a quarterback. And I have enough. I have a couple of Drake London. So getting, losing one wasn't the, you know, that heartbreaking for me. And Travis Kelsey's very, very good. And yeah. again, I, wait, hold on. I, I may have actually lost this one because, I mean, Kelsey didn't do great. Um, yeah, I lost this. Well, it has nothing. Hold on. Who was. I, okay, so had I had the foresight to start Hunter Henry, which I probably would not have, I would have won this game. But yeah. trading for Travis Kelsey, him only getting 11.55, I, I lost by 3.95. Ouch. So what do you, well, I mean, he started Kittle getting 8.9, Brandon Cooks getting three. Oh man, he started such a bad team. And I, and he still beat me. That's embarrassing. He started Sam Darnold. <laughs> oh no! I mean, I start. Let's Justin Fields, Sam Howell, Devon Achan, Brandon Ayuk, AJ Brown was a letdown. Jamar Chase got hurt. Huka only put up ten points. Jaden Reed was my highest scorer at seventeen points. Garrett yeah. Wilson putting up six and Kelsey putting up twelve. I just it was not my week. You know what? My mistake. I benched Jamal Agnew. It's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he had Terry McLaurin, who went up for 27. And Yeah, where did that come from? Tucker Craft. Yeah. I was not meant to win this game. Yeah. I wasn't. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, I'm not, I'm crying about it. Okay. So what do you think, but what do you think of the trade of Drake London for Travis Kelsey? So I think it really depends on if you buy the news that Kelsey's done after this season. And if you do, then it was probably a little too much because you're getting back someone you're going to have for two games. And if you don't believe it, then it's probably the right amount because Drake London is a really good player in a really bad situation. And most times in fantasy situation wins over talent. It just hap- it just happens that way because people don't like seeing talented players not used and it upsets people. Um, I think the upside with Drake London, I'll, I'll say it's kind of the same with Gary Wilson, is super high um, because we don't know what Arthur Smith's deal is. Arthur Blank came out and said he's going to be watching the next couple games pretty closely today. 
So why? What are you going to learn now that you haven't learned? He said he wanted to be competitive. Was what Arthur Blank's comments for today is that it has nothing to do with playoffs. It has to do with does the team feel competitive at the end, and then he will decide on Arthur Smith after the season. So I don't know how you could say losing to Carolina, who kicks what three field? Did they kick three field goals? Is that how they got to nine? Like, I don't know how you could call that competitive. You know and so, do? you know what they do? I'm telling you how they win games the rest of the season. Fire Arthur Smith and have Matt Ryan or Tony Gonzalez come in as the interim head coach. Jeff Saturday, I like it. Exactly. Yeah. They will rally. Yeah. After over the for those guys. That that'll Absolutely. do it. That'll do it. But you know, they're definitely getting another quarterback because as we joked before, Heineke and London are like the worst QB carousel. Or not London, uh Ritter are like the worst QB carousel in the world. I mean so, Trubisky racing Rudolph right now. <laughs> that, I know. <laughs> I'd rather I think I'd rather have Trubisky over all three of those, but I, that's not saying much. <laughs> You know, they, they feel like a Kirk Cousins or they're going to draft someone next year type of team. And they'll have a new Q, QB. They'll have hopefully a new coach. Yeah. And so I I think uh, I'll circle back to how I started. I think this depends on if you think Kelsey's retiring. If you do, this is probably a little too much. If you don't, you're probably trading the right amount. I will say this. If Kelsey retires, I'm screwed. <laughs> that's that. That's really where I'm at. So I'm yeah. gonna believe he's not doing it. Um, I feel like especially if they don't finish strong, like they're not. I mean, they're they're playing so meh at this point. Mm-hmm. Like they'll have to come back for one more year just to prove his point, and hopefully, yeah. he actually does that. Um, but yeah, like I I sent this and I didn't even love it. It was stupid. I shouldn't have, but I couldn't not do it. I just I, I wanted I needed to make the push. And clearly, it just it wasn't meant to be with that team I lost against. Uh, TA8. Um, someone traded, someone else traded my first, my first place first. My, yeah. I just, I had a buy last week first. So the 112, my team is falling apart. Uh, so it's a, but it's still, it's at most, it's at best, I should say, the 109 uh, for right. DB Samuel and Baller. <laughs> At this point, even again, even like this is the kind of point where trading the 109 when you're in the playoffs, even if it's just for two or three games, I'm for it. Like right. you aren't losing any points because you're just trading away a pick. So you're not running the risk of crap. If I kept that guy and started that guy, I would have won, but I didn't mm-hmm. um, so trading away a pick again. And since it's not theirs, it might just be like a vanity, like an extra. Like, I don't know if they have their first still also or not. But, like, right. again, it, it was mine. So, like, it's going to be the 112. Well, let's face it. It'll be the 111. <laughs> I don't want you to Hello, Elena. Sorry, my daughter just came downstairs. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I love this for both sides because if you're not in the playoffs and you want to, you know – pull yeah. back on the age and retool a little bit. This is absolutely the year to load up on those mid late first, because there's gonna be a lot of wide receivers. So mm-hmm. again, this is a beautiful trade for both sides. And yet again, why there should not be trade deadlines. Right. Yeah. The only thing that makes me twitch when it comes to trades like this is the 2023 draft taught us very quickly that those late picks can go away very quickly when 
Charbonnet goes to Seattle to share and Quentin Johnston doesn't do very well. And um, so, you know, I, I think that's the only thing kind of scaring me a little bit with getting a playoff first back because no one really knows what the heck it's going to be. And the draft remains undefeated when coming to uh, having questions going into it. So I think I like the trade if you're if you're rebuilding and getting a playoff first back, but uh, yeah, that would be the only thing that would give me pause. You're the best. Thank you for rambling while I'm sitting here talking to my daughter. You're the best. Um, let's move on to the last and next trade. Trade addicts eleven: Christian Watson and a 25 first for Dalton Kincaid. I okay. So there's a story behind this one. This one was me also. Um, I am not in the playoffs. I have Dalton Kincaid. I also have Sam Laporta, you know, humble brag. Um, how old were my kids the first time you had them do the outro? It was in the old house. We've been here for five years. She's eight. So she was at most three. So they were probably two and four when they first did the outro. That I, I saved it. That made me, that still makes me so happy. I love you to listen to this one. Um, so Evan was the guy I did this trade with who, by the way, traded for Kincaid, started him and lost because of the goose egg. Um, so yet again, trading for good players doesn't always work out in the playoffs. Um, he has his 24 first and 25 first. My original offer was the 24. Actually, my original offer was the 24 and 25 first for Kincaid. To which he's like, I would rather get, you know, would you do the 25 first and Watson? And I said, I'll do the 24 first and Watson. And this is what he says to me. And I couldn't say no to this. Put it on Twitter. We'll outhouse challenge this. 24 first and Watson for Kincaid. If, it, if, if Kincaid wins, I'll take the trade. If it doesn't, you take Watson and the 25 first. I'm so in. Let's do this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'm not thrilled I got the 25 instead of the 24, especially knowing that he got kicked out this week. <laughs> yeah. So it would have been like the 107 or 108. Um, right. But still, this this felt like okay to me. Christian Watson again, like being hurt again, kind of sucks. And I know that his fantasy points have been touchdown dependent a bit. I still like the player, and the offense is doing well enough that. I'm cool bringing him onto my rebuilding, retooling team. And this felt like I'm not that in on Kincaid. Like, he's good. Like, I just, I don't think he's top five tight end, in which case, give me a first plus and I'll move on. That's that's really what this was. This was more for the fun of that whole ordeal than it was for the value of the trade, which, again... I'm me, so I do stupid things. Always always do as I say, not as I do. I do a lot of very stupid things. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm kind of done with Watson, to be honest with you. I think he was a super touchdown dependent player. And there are, there's clearly a new number one with Jaden Reed. They like Wicks. They like, you know, Dubs is still kicking around. They have like four tight ends. It, it's all, it's all not really working for what Christian Watson needs to do. And, you know, this could be way down the line, but maybe he gets frustrated and demands a trade or something like that to someone who's going to throw the ball deep to him. But, you yeah. know, 
that doesn't feel like Love's style. Love is kind of 15, 20 yards and let his receivers do the rest of the work. So um, I, I would probably keep Kincaid just because – Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, but you know, we'll do it. Who who knows? Because Kincaid, Kincaid, you know, I keep preaching upside of next year. Kincaid could be, you know, number two target if if Diggs gets frustrated and Gabe Davis is a free agent and this that and the other. I mean, Kincaid could be the Will Smith meme pretty quickly here and just be sitting by himself. Why are you going to make me sad like that? Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, it, it's funny. Like, again, this could literally mean nothing, but the fact that it took Dawson Knox getting yeah. hurt to come out there and, and the fact that, that Knox hasn't come back yet. Like, I understand McBride being behind Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is still very good. Zach Ertz yeah. is a great tight end, and the team loved him. Dawson, they loved Dawson Knox, but he wasn't great or anything. But, like, he right. still, Kincaid wasn't getting the playing time. He was pulling some play away from Gabe Davis. It felt like, though, it seems like the team is just kind of moving away from Gabe Davis at this point. Yeah. Um, and, and again, Kincaid is good. I'm not saying he's bad. He is very good. He will most likely be a top five to seven tight end based on age and, and team alone. You know, the fact, like you said, Josh Allen, that, that's enough. Um, and, the, and he has he's been scoring really, really well until this happened. Um, but what... The reason I, I decided to be okay with Watson is while a lot of these games didn't work out well, um, after the bye week, you know, he came back, you know, a little iffy on the health and all of that stuff. But starting week eight, it, his targets were eight, two, seven, four, seven, nine. Like he was starting to work himself into getting more targets and, of course, I was hoping he would stay healthy and maybe build up more of a rapport. But I don't think – I again, I really like Jaden Reed. Dontavian Wicks is fun to watch. I don't think either of them really do what Christian Watson does. Mm-hmm. So while Christian Watson may turn into one of those, he's better for real life than he is for fantasy, I think he can do enough to make me not hate that he's on my team. And, and that that's not very high praise. I'll put that yeah. out there. But – it was a fun again the idea of what happened was fun in the trade and that's what this really came down to yeah he feels like zay jones just a little bit because zay jones i don't know if you've ever seen the stats but like ridley is an absolute monster with zay jones on the field and he stinks with him off because zay jones also trevor lawrence is garbage when zay jones yeah. is not on the field i right. don't know what it is it's like Zay Jones brings that bottle of the Gatorade bottle with, with water, yeah. but you just write Michael's stuff on it. It's like, yeah, you know, exactly. it's the, the placebo effect of Zay Jones being there. Everyone's like, yes, let's go. <laughs> we got Zay Jones. Exactly. Well, that is all the trades. So let's move on to the listener questions. Uh, the first one at FF Mike Cash. Oh, man, the dude was here last week. And he's already asking questions. I love it. Um, how many dogs is too many? Asking for a friend. As many as poop you're willing to clean up. That's what it comes down to. Like, um, yeah, my dog, I I have one. I have an English bulldog. You know, chances are you've heard her snoring in the background of one of my shows or streams or something. Um, She does not like pooping outside. Thankfully, she poops on tile. So it's nice and easy to clean up. It's not, it's not too bad. The other day she pooped in the bathroom and I'm like, this is beautiful. Just do this. That's fine. Like I will clean this up all day. That's nice and easy. 
Um, but they're just so great to have. Like, yeah, uh, like she, my dog sleeps in bed with us, which is a little trouble because of the snoring. And like, if you have many dogs or larger dogs, I could see that being a problem. But that dog is absolutely a member of our family. And if you can, A, afford the amount of food you need to buy and all of that and have the space for them to be happy and healthy, bring another dog in. That's fine. Yeah. It could be other dog's company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I have I have one dog myself. Um, she's a mini Bernadoodle, so she's super tiny and fits in, you know, various apartments, which is good. Um, but my answer would be kind of like the poop one, but like how – ever many you can afford to bring to the vet whenever they need to go. Oh yeah. Cause that stuff is robbery. Yeah. Like you need to do, if you're going to have multiple dogs, either you rescue a mutt because those things right. just live forever um, mm-hmm. or do just a whole lot of research. I have. So the first dog we ever got was before my wife and I got married and we were 22, 23. And there used to be a, it was a puppy mill, call it what it is. It was a pet store in heavy quotes. Like, but you could go there and play with the dogs and all that stuff. So we would do that every, you know, couple of days. We'd go out to dinner and go play with the puppies. And she really loved pugs. She loves squish face dogs, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. And one day she's just like, I want to get a dog. And I'm like, so let's go get a dog. You want a pug? They, we know they have a pug. Let's go. Of course, we did not do the research to find out that female pugs are very prone to getting diabetes, which ours did at like five and by seven it got out of control where she got early onset dementia and would walk into rooms and start crying because she had no idea where she was and it was effing heartbreaking like and then years 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 pass we get this bulldog and bulldogs are a genetic mess we just got it because it's a 50 pound lap dog which is up our alley because we're not very active people but she's too and we find out she has severe scoliosis scoliosis. And thankfully we got, we have pet insurance. So like the meds yeah. we need for her literally cost us a dollar 50. So like, right. it's not like hurting the bank or anything and they won't bother with surgery. They're like, look, bulldogs spines are get messed up. Us fixing it. If we get lucky and nothing goes wrong, hopefully it stays fixed. Like, and I'm right. like, okay, then no, we're not doing spine surgery for a hopefully. Right. But, like, she's happy, healthy, and all of that stuff. And thankfully, again, that, A, we didn't have to do surgery, and, B, the meds are nice and cheap, because otherwise it would be a burden. So, like, yeah. like the beautiful point that Frank just brought up, because you don't want to, like, get two years into this and have to surrender a dog because you can't afford it. Like, that's heartbreaking for everybody. Uh, so, yeah, so as long as you are in for the commitment, the answer to me is there's the, the limit does not exist. <laughs> Uh, and then I asked if there's any uh, plans for the holidays. He says, going to visit the mom-in-law. Then the dad is coming to visit on Boxing Day. I'll go buy another Toys for Tots in your honor. Shout out Toys for Tots. Oh, man, that shopping was so much fun. Um, I didn't I didn't do the final tally. We, like, we just now finished all of our shopping. We don't have all the receipts in yet because people are frustrating. Um but so far, of the receipts we were given back, we've hit just about $92,000. And we should have at least another twenty in receipts coming in. So, like, thank you, everyone, for donating at Fantasy Cares. Like, we they kicked ridiculous ass. It's been fantastic. Um, and it's funny. Like, uh, 
in the chat, you know, Bob jumped in here plenty early saying, longtime listener, first time commenter, you know, Russ gives away things on other shows. Um, every day for December, we're doing an advent calendar where we give away a signed jersey for anyone who donates at fantasycares.org slash 25 days. Um, and just during the streams every single day, we usually give away at least one signed jersey besides the calendar jersey and a Funko Pop. One dude, shout out Jeff Trella, um, has won three Funko Pops. And he's just like, whatever I win, Toys for Tots it. I'm like, you're my hero. Yeah. Um but also, like, he's won like, Cooper Cup, Joe Montana, and Troy Aikman. Like, he didn't win any scrubs. He's like, you know, yeah. those, are good, those are good toys. Um, so, yeah, like, any anything for toys for tots is just beautiful, you know. So, one toy, that's that's awesome. So, first of all, minor shout-out. Hang out with us every day on the Fantasy Cares YouTube channel and Twitch because John Bosch makes me do Twitch also. Um, even if you don't have it, you know, we never want anyone to donate that can't because clearly your family is very important. Um, so, but even still hang out with us and you might win stuff just for the sake of being there. Um, speaking of at Bob Gilchrist FF, you can talk about my greatness. That's the shortest conversation ever, <laughs> which is a bold faced lie. Bob Gilchrist is a saint of a human being. He is wonderful and amazingly helpful at fantasy cares and all of that. One. He, like, he, he he is, in fact, great, just he doesn't want to hear it. He was joking around by saying that. Um, but let's move on to our last question. At Disco Ball 300, what a fantastic handle, Disco Ball 300. And they just say, Chase Brown, Dynasty, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Uh, so talk to me about, about Chase Brown. Yeah, um, I had actually kind of prepped some of this for the show myself. Um so the snap counts, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so his his snap count's super low. It's like 15, 30, and 19% in the last three weeks. Um, but, man, he looks impressive. And him, he hits the hole a lot harder than Mixon does because Mixon's old and Chase Brown is not. So um, – I actually heard a question today that I want to um, bring to the table to kind of talk about this. So of the three, which has the most likely chance to be a must start running back in 2024? And I didn't make up this question. I'm going to give credit to someone else, but um, Keaton Mitchell, Chase Brown, or Ty J Spears. Wow. Okay. So here's the thing. Let's assume Ravens don't draft anybody for now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like we have to say, knowing what we know yeah. now. Um, the Titans have shown their dedication to Ty J Spears, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty sure that offense is going to still be a mess. So I'm probably going to pass on him based on the offense, though. I like the player enough, and I love that they've shown that they want to use him anyway. Um Man, if Keaton Mitchell didn't tear his ACL, I would probably say him only because that speed behind Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is like can can be beautiful. Like it on a well run offense. Like again, like I I'm not gonna judge the Ravens offense on year one of a new offense because it's they've had what, three, four straight years of Greg Roman and 
thankfully they moved on. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, Lamar didn't really do anything in the preseason with the whole contract stuff and slowly learning, uh, you know, getting the offense under control and everything. And then Andrews gets hurt. So what is their offense right now anyway? So I'm not really going to judge their offense. But what that offense has the ability to be with the players they have, especially Lamar, if Keaton Mitchell had not gotten hurt, I would say Keaton Mitchell. But that does make the obvious answer, Chase Brown, even though, again, it wouldn't be far off because, again, what that Bengals offense is, like, we don't have to worry about what it could be. We know what it is. And you're right. Mixon, he's done really well for what, especially compared to what I thought he would do this year. Like, so I'm not going to take that away, but, you know, next year is another year and all of that stuff. So, like, Chase Brown, you're, like, Disco Ball is right. Like, he might be a great player to try and get thrown into the bottom of trades that you might still be able to sneak in is the wrong phrase because I, yeah. I don't think you're pulling anything over anyone anymore. You Especially know, now, like, yeah. Yeah. So, but, like, still, it might be someone, like, thinking that they're just selling high a little bit by getting any value for him at all, in which case, beautiful, beautiful for you. Uh I mean, I was okay. Like, I, I wasn't all that in on the player, but then he went there, and it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. What's your line mid-second for Chase Brown? What are you giving for him right now? Uh, I wouldn't. Like, I, I just – it's me and running backs. I don't – I'm not going to trade for yeah. running back right now. Like, if we pass the draft – That's I was talking to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, we, if we pass the draft, we hit – a couple weeks yeah. into free agency and the Bengals don't do anything, then I would start considering it for when I'm ready to buy a running back in like August. Yeah. <laughs> like, and by then it'll be too late. Like that, I was that's going to say that that's the yeah. problem with things like this. I don't, I don't get deals on running backs cause I'm going to wait too long. And that's absolutely fine with me. Like even with wide receivers, I'm willing to pay a wait and see tax because I'd rather not be wrong. So, and I'm still wrong plenty, clearly, but like, I'd rather reduce my chances of being wrong and wasting the assets I trade away. Yeah. Remember Tank Bigsby? That was fun. I love Tank Bigsby. I I like the fact that his name was Tank more than I liked Tank Tank Bigsby. But at least one of the tanks worked out. Yeah. That's, I'm I'm thrilled with that because I still have plenty of both. Unfortunately, I have more Bigsby than I do of Dell, but. Right. Yeah. No, like, you're exactly. Like, of course. I think we did draft Tank in the second. Oh, he fell to the third, right? I can't remember. It's it's ages ago at this point. I can't right? even remember. Yeah. Never look back anyway. But, yeah, like like Chase Brown, at least at this point, is a safer bet than someone like that. For but sure. I, I, if someone were to send a late second for Chase Brown, I don't think I hate on it. Mm-hmm. Because I think you have the chance of getting points now, and I think you have the maybe strong committee back for next year. Like, I don't – know what Mixon's... I think he's a free agent, too. I unfortunately close... I still have no... Uh, no. Spotrack? Spotrack? I, I have no idea how to pronounce it, still. Um, but, of Maybe. course, I closed it. Um, yeah, I closed, closed so, Joe Mixon... So, he's got one more year left. Got one more year. But, hold on. What is the... He's 2.7 dead cap, so they could get rid of him. If they yeah, want. but he's only owed four... Oh, is it? Oh, no, there's I, the I see cap hit of eight and a half. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
yeah, yeah. So maybe, like, so maybe they do just drop it. Though again, I thought they would do that this year. Uh, but potential out twenty twenty four, one year five seven five, yeah, twenty yeah two point seven five cap, uh, dead cap. Yeah. So like, you might have yourself, I don't know about a workhorse, but a strong part of a committee. So that's worth it. That's yeah, really they nice. scare me as another team who could draft someone and mess this all up. Well, at this point, they should because they need bodies. Yeah. Like, if anything, yeah. like again. Chances are you're not getting your starting running back in this draft. Again, I don't know this, but I'm just listening to what everyone is saying. Yeah. Uh, so, like, chances are you're not getting your starting running back in this draft, in which case the players on their teams have the better chance than the players being drafted anyway. So if the Bengals draft someone in the fourth or fifth, they'll be like, okay, cool, there's the backup. <laughs> oh, man, Travion Henderson would have been fun in Cincinnati. <laughs> It would have been again, oh. again, like he would have been the only player we would have been excited about, and still him being hurt most yeah. of this year would have dropped his. his Which means likely. he would have gone one point four, and everyone would be pissed off that he doesn't do enough. So, because yep. that's how running back works. I hate running backs so much, which is why I'll always just wait to the last second and buy someone who scores points. Yeah. But on that note, that is the end of our show sheet. So that is the end of our show. I am beyond thrilled that you came on this show it makes me so happy that you made the jump from the chat into the chair on the camera on the mic and i hope you just had the best time and it was even if you didn't it was a little better than it could have been because rocky could have been here yeah no absolutely i had the best time and uh i'll be back rock we're talking brock purdy when he wins the mvp i'm coming (laughs) even even brock purdy said well he said exactly what you should say Christian McCaffrey should be MVP. And I would, I just, after that game last week, (laughs) I would love anyone to just not, not be a quarterback every once in a while. Like we need that punch. Um, But man, Purdy might deserve it. I don't know. I don't know. We're not going to talk about that now. It's not something we're getting into when when I'm trying to end the show. Um, But before we head out, patreon.com slash trade addicts pod, you can hang out with us while we record Eric, you know, was letting us know why he made his trade. You know, finally, some contexts that are not just my trades, because I will always add mine, even though I say we're not supposed to. But and if you're talking in the chat, I'll probably just read it out loud before I read it. You know, man, I'm Ron Burgundy, aren't I? That's I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, but also we have the awesome Discord chat, the Cool Kids Club. So fun time all around. And but even more importantly, fantasycares.org. Like I said, our toys for Tosh shipping is the shopping is done this year, but we are by no means done. We have our fantasy cares advent calendar going on for six more days. I had to look, I had to do some quick math in my head. It goes through the 25th. We go live every single day and draw a new winner and a new random jersey. And they've been too good, like making me jealous good. Today we gave away DK Metcalf. Yesterday was Jordan Addison. The day before that was Justin Jefferson. The day before that was Jalen Waddle. I think the day before that was Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, why aren't these going on my wall? Why are they going to people? Like, that's, I don't like that. But clearly, yes. Fantasycares.org slash 25 days if you want to get a part of that and watch us again. Even if you can't donate, retweet share of any way shape or form and just join us for our we usually somewhere in like the two to four o'clock area most days we go live for it's usually about half an hour and we'll end up giving away at least one other signed jersey of clearly much less 
talented players and, and a whole lot of Funko Pops. Like today I gave away Jonathan Taylor Funko Pop just for the heck of it. Um, but I'm rambling at this point. So I'm going to say good night, Frank. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Great Attic Podcast. A proud member in the Dicey Attic Podcast Network. Please follow your hosts at Dynasty Haha and at Dynasty FF Attic. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We will catch you next time on the Trade Attic Podcast. Poopy Pan. That is the best. <laughs> Yeah.